1: What's going on, you nerds? It's Zero Gravity. Back with another Blurdy Massacre episode. Um, Yeah, we are barely alive from the crazy week that we had up here in New York. Um, I don't know if you can fucking believe it, but New York Comic Con and Brooklyn Horror Film Festival fell on the same week. So, boy, let me tell you, we were fucking ping-ponging back and forth. Manhattan, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Brooklyn. But... It was it was great. It was a good turnout. My feet hurt. I'm sure everybody's feet hurt. My wallet is empty, oh. <laughs> but I have all these new experiences and I watched so many films and we learned so much so much information. So we're just going to talk about it today. Yeah. yeah, let's get into it.
0: It was the best of times, um, except for my feet. Like, I'm not going to lie to y'all. There was one point where Zero had to help me navigate a fucking escalator because I could no longer do it. <laughs> um- <laughs> i wouldn't change a thing <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh i forgot about one thing though okay so we had comic-con we had brooklyn horror fest and it was friday the 13th in october all in the span of like eight
0: days yeah yeah
1: it was a lot
0: i thought i thought i was that bitch and i was wrong oh. <laughs> i'm humbled <laughs>
1: All right. Well, let's start with Comic-Con, I guess. So this was our first year um, professionally attending Comic-Con as Blurdy Massacre, as Girl That's Scary. Shout out to them. We love y'all. And Bobby Likes a Spooky. Shout out to Mike from People Under the Scares. We missed you. We go snatch you back next time. It's all good. But yes, we brought our panel a Black car History uh, sponsored by Dread Central. We brought it over to Comic-Con grounds. Uh, you're welcome because they had us denied last year. And I think they definitely learned something. They definitely learned something. Cause
0: our room was packed as usual.
1: It was, which is crazy to me. Like I was trying my best not to complain about it, mm-hmm. but so we had a 9 p.m. panel slot, right? I- and the show forecloses closes at seven. So I was like, damn. They really had us messed up. Like, nobody's going to be sticking around the con that late. You know, that's after-party territory. And also, mind you, our panel fell on Friday the 13th. So I know. Fucking niggas is is booking it. We getting out of there. I
0: expect to see your parents and a couple of friends. That's what I expected. And instead, I was like, who are all these people that they showed up and they can't? What?
1: Yes. So if you showed up to our panel at 9 p.m. on Friday the 13th at Comic-Con, we really appreciate you. There was one couple that came from like deep on the queue line. They were like, oh, we got like an hour and a half commute to go. And I was like, thank you so much. That's the
0: couple that came to trivia afterwards too. They was about it that night. They did? Yeah. Oh, okay. They were outside. Yeah. They were outside, outside. They was like, we're here for the blurs. We're going where they go. I loved it. Uh, we also need to shout out Miss Tanana Rivdew, who had a Comic-Con panel that evening. It was find out that next morning. And she was like, I'm going to try and make it, y'all. And I'm like, Auntie Tanana, the thought that the fact that you thought about coming to us is fine that's fair it's okay please sign the book and hug me one more time have a great night what? <laughs> i am so
1: bummed that i didn't get to meet her i was too busy running around like a chicken without a head or whatever that old saying is but again we had our nuts grabbed yes. that weekend so Listen! <laughs> the weekend's hands were full fucking grabbing my scrotum (laughs) fucking ripping me from Brooklyn to Manhattan and back (laughs) and all these other places and it was certainly a lot but I definitely would not only thing I regret is that we weren't able to get Friday the 13th tattoos I know Jazz Cat really wanted to do that and that would have been a really great way to like commemorate Mm -hmm. the uh the fucking mountain that we went over that weekend, but it's all right. There will be more Friday the 13th, I suppose.
0: I hope that it falls while we're hopefully in Salem next year because I know we've not really put together the list, but I think we're all trying to make eyes over there.
1: Uh (laughs) Yes, yes, yes.
0: So,
1: yeah. Ooh, we'll see. That's probably going to be our next big adventure after this. Because I got to go inside. So at least we have a... Yeah, Yeah, I need to chill out for a while. I really do. My credit
0: cards are screaming. Like... (laughs) The ones that didn't melt are screaming. They're like, bitch. Yo,
1: Sheree, you had me dead that one day, y'all. We were talking about it. And we're, you know, making our plans and everything. This bitch said, I'm going to rub two credit cards together and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here with the millennial brujeria. I'm going to was... rub two credit cards together, bitch. If you don't, don't get out of my
0: Because <laughs> I was in New York. that I rubbed them together. And they was like, ha-ha, magic. One more time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yo too fucking much (laughs) all right panel was amazing if you were there thank you for coming if you didn't show up fuck you just kidding (laughs) there will be more opportunities um it is only the the fucking beginning and you could you could fucking believe that Mm -hmm. but we had a great time at comic-con so let's see you guys pulled up on wednesday um Jazz Cat Sheree pulled up on me on Wednesday. I think we did hit the con on Thursday.
0: Y'all did. did. I was dead. Um, because I had just gotten back from London, and that's why Wednesday I couldn't walk anymore. Um, and that's why you was carrying True. me through the streets of Chinatown.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and also, like, mind you, this bitch had literally a direct flight from London covering uh London Film Festival. Yeah. <laughs> um so this chick has literally been awake for like over 24 hours at this point um and here i go come on bitch we're going to chinatown we're going to get some
0: ramen she's like please help <laughs> but it was the best ramen <laughs> in my life so like you no cap i was like we gotta come back here before we leave and we did saturday in the rain we did you? yes we did we was like we might be a little late to the movie oh well um because that ramen was fucking fire I, it healed me. Cause I was like, I've been awake for days. I don't know where I'm going anymore. The streetlights are dancing. Escalators are hard. And then like the ramen hit me. I'm like, I'm a new bitch. I can, I can rally. <laughs> I can go the distance. Like a Phoenix. Listen. I- <laughs> I'm Jean Gray. Like I'm ready. <laughs> yes. Get some
1: ramen in me and I have risen. She has, she's risen from the soup <laughs> from the ashes. AKA the soup. Right. Um, Yeah. Shout out to Brian. um, My boy, the manager at I just send ramen. He's been taking care of me (laughs) since like high school.
0: (laughs) I'll be like, hi, I'm Zero's friend. You know, I need two bowls of ramen. One for here, one to go. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. He forgets my name every time, but he remembers my order. Straight up. I love
0: that. That's what
1: matters. It's, it's, it's the, uh, it's the simple things, you know? (laughs) um let's see okay so thursday i was paired up with jazz and cat we made our way over to the strangers panel
0: you wrote about that for so and people should read it
1: I did, yes. Yeah, so I put um, all my juicy bits and my quotes that I wrote down from that panel into a Dread Central article that you can read now. But here's the tea. Here's the tea with The Strangers trilogy. I love The Strangers. The movie is fucking fire. Back from 2008, it did all the things correctly. Mm-hmm. It's a banger. If you haven't seen it, what the fuck are you doing? Um. So now we have news that The Strangers is getting adapted into a trilogy. And you know how we feel about trilogies. Like we hear the word trilogy as horror fans and we get a little cringe. Um, uh, Because, you know, uh, the Halloween trilogy, it it happened. And here we go again with Blumhouse and The Exorcist. So we're just going to have to buckle in, baby, I guess. But anyway, the word trilogy is a little nerve wracking these days. So Mary Beth, shout out to Mary Beth. Woo, what up, girl? hits us up like what you know about the strangers and i was like i don't know but i'm gonna find out (laughs) i'm gonna find out so we pull up to the panel um the writer strike is over at this time but the um the sag strike is still going on so unfortunately we didn't get to see any talent but we did have the director rennie harlan um there who uh yo i googled his name i was like who is this man with all this power in his hands with the stranger's ip what's going on i googled this man he directed first of all he popped off with uh, nightmare on elm street 4 that was his yes sheree's looking at me like <laughs> eyebrows in <and> her hairline <laughs> <laughs> he directed nightmare on elm street 4 and and wait for it wait for it He also directed fucking Deep Lucy, bitch. The Range. The Range, like (laughs) the Range. I'm like, okay, okay, I can totally live with that. That was in the first. I am, I'm sleeping like a baby at night. Um, fire. So I'm like, all right. You know what? Not bad. Not bad um and so he was there on the panel and also the producer courtney solomon they talked about you know what it was like gaining the ip how they decided to um you know write the script um i believe this the the script was brought to rennie harlan and what something amazing that he said was when the script was brought to him ooh, that shit was like 200 pages <laughs> um i have the exact quote in the article that you can read but it was a long ass fucking script so basically and I do feel better about this information about the Strangers trilogy now that I went to the panel and I gained all this this knowledge about it. Um, so what makes this trilogy different from the Exorcist believer that or the Exorcist um, that's going to be coming out? We're in the middle of it right now, or the Halloween trilogy, is that the Strangers was written and shot like one big movie. Mm-hmm. Like one big movie, and then they edited it down into three different parts. So when part two comes out, the first scene will be the scene that comes after the last scene in part one. It is literally one big movie. Um, it's one big collective stri- script. It takes place in in one location over the course of four days. This poor couple, this poor fucking couple just getting tortured <laughs> for four days straight. Um, and if everything goes well, like studio wise, the movies will drop within months of each other. So instead of like waiting a year and some change like we've been used to with these other cursed trilogies, it's going to be more like a Fear Street situation, which I really think could save it, you know, and keep fans like in there instead of like having us come out and then, oh, here comes the second one. Let me go back in and out and in and out. You know what I mean? So I, I actually feel okay. I do. I feel okay.
0: I like that model because we have a lot of people just announcing trilogies, Ty west. Um, and people got to wait forever <laughs> to know what happens if they're into it. And I would rather know now. Um, life life is fleeting. Life is short. We got aliens circling. We still have Kavisha running the streets. Give us the Fox. things. Let us see it through the end.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that was a time. That was definitely a highlight. I feel good after that panel um what other news um let's see that was on thursday but what else you got on
0: friday i found out john carpenter really is that bitch because he did a talk back and him and the person interviewing him i don't know if they got beef or what but john was like i'm tired of your question talking about myself what do these guys have and he started the audience questions because i was like
1: wow father,
0: uh, we- <laughs> king shit we found out he loves jordan peele as he should um, we found out that he did not know about this new Halloween series. He, the person who informed him, he's like, can you get me a job on that? It sounds great. Uh-
1: <laughs> Shut up. No way.
0: He was like, oh, they got that. That's cool.
1: <laughs> Damn.
0: Some stoner tried to get into play Kill Fuck Mary with his own characters. And so the interviewer had to explain what Kill Fuck Mary is. And he looked I'm at the stoner and the stoner tried it again. He was like, God bless you, young man, and waved him away. I I'm
1: screaming
0: <laughs> I was living I was living for John Carpenter because we always were like, yeah, he seems cool. But he's like, No, I am fucking cool. I'm the fucking coolest. I gave you Michael Myers. Don't you know me? And I was like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Damn, what a cat right what a cool fucking cat yeah shout out to him
0: and he's one of the people who could talk a little bit about his stuff because again he's probably in SAG as well because he has stepped on screen whereas like David Tennant mm-hmm. could not I didn't go to the David Tennant panel because I didn't think to look at David Tennant even though he is comic-con that was me failing him not the other way around um uh, like, people were like Scrooge McDuck and he's like Scrooge McDuck is SAG and they were like this other character that other character is SAG and I'm just like oh damn. this is awkward <laughs>
1: Sam, what's your uh what's your favorite um breakfast food? Right. I guess. Listen. like uh motorcycles? Do you still <laughs> run your <laughs> own social
0: media? Like
1: <laughs> are- questions that need to be how answered. How are
0: the children, David? Look. <laughs> ah How are the children? What are
1: your opinions on the uh wait, can he well, he's not in Doctor Who currently, so I guess that's not or Oh, come on. It's been years. I don't want to spoil it's things, but he's
0: coming back. Um, Like next month. Oh,
1: right. He's, isn't he doing another Christmas special?
0: A few. I think he's doing at least three before they it off to Shudigatwa. Gawa. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Damn. So no Dr. Who questions either. All right. Fuck it. Which
0: is for the best because people Damn. love to bring Dr. Who. And I'm like, let me see it. Let me have joy. And they're like, David, tell us everything. What kind of tennis shoes are you wearing this time? <laughs> Screaming. <laughs>
1: what You're kind good. of tennis what kind of shoes you got on
0: right i just the fans
1: want to know they do the fans want to know i love it <laughs> um so after the strangers panel on thursday i snuck into the Blumfest panel yeah um quite literally i, I literally snuck in um sorry everyone in the professional world listening put my bad. ass goodness.
0: you were just you were gal weathering
1: I did, but honestly, like unfortunately the press badge doesn't mean shit for like the, the bigger panels, but you know, I just I'm just really him. I'm just really him with these. <laughs> <laughs> so I snuck into the Blumfest panel. Um and it was cool. You know what? I actually was was rocking with it. It was on the main or the Empire stage, rather. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of fans in there. And it was really cool to see. Um I really feel like as a whole uh horror like we kind of ran Comic-Con this year. We fucking do. Um and I I don't usually feel that way. Like this year and also 2 years ago when uh right before Chucky on Sci-Fi started, those 2 years of Comic-Con have been really big for us and I feel like this is another one of those years. Um so for Blumfest, first of all, we all got Five Nights at Freddy's pizza boxes, which is cute mm-hmm. because I'm gonna like put it on my shelf somewhere. Yeah. Um, but there was a shit ton of fans, cosplayers from Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, it was it was a hoot, you know. Everyone's got a graphic tee on, and it was like the gathering of the horror nerds, and I was really fucking with it. So um, Jason Blum comes on stage, and uh, of course strike so we can't have talent but he brought out the directors of totally killer of night swim and of five nights at freddy's to come on and do like a short q a uh one at a time they showed some clips uh dropped a new trailer or two i think uh, a new trailer for night swim was dropped but it was cool having the directors pull up and and you know talk about their projects one by one And I think I'm a little bit more excited for Night Swim now. Um, I wasn't totally stoked at the fact that um, Atomic Monster and Blumhouse are joining forces. um, Like indefinitely, but sure, whatever. But, you know, I got to see some more clips of Night Swim. Um, The director's mad cute. He's definitely from fucking Bushwick or like, you know, he's like film school Bushwick mullet mustache kind of hipster leather jacket kind of guy um but you know he seems excited and, and passionate and cute he wrote the scripts as well as directed um but i really like what he had to say about like bodies of water um there is this is pools okay are like the one body of water that's for horror fans like untouched we can't go on the ocean jaws we can't go on the lake like placid. Like yeah. just the list fucking goes on. Um, That's are safe. <laughs> yep. No. Forget about it. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm looking forward to have having uh pools ruined for me as well. It's time. Um, we got a little bit more Five Nights at Freddy's info. Um, you could tell that they're really on fucking lockdown. Like they she was trying her best she was like doing the fucking uh <laughs> bullet dodge from the matrix neo with the, the q a started she was like oh oh talking in circles crazy but one thing that we do know is that for the five nights of freddy's fans out there um there is one more character that hasn't been revealed yet um so if you play the games if you know you know um but we don't know everything yet there's there is a bigger cast than we think um and the sound of the that fucking room when she announced that uh, emma tammy is the name of the director i'm pretty sure lord We in for it. I'm seeing it on Wednesday. I'm very excited.
0: I slept for 20 minutes and missed the like free press passes in Minnesota. And I'm like, who else in Minnesota is going? Who? Give me your pass. <laughs> um, So I have to catch it on Peacock like the next night, which is not the same. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. But I'm excited to see Matthew Lillard back in the horror genre. Um,
1: yeah, He also sells
0: whiskey now because he's trying to be the perfect man at all corners of the world.
1: Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to him for that.
0: Listen, he's like, I make tabletop games, horror movies, and bourbon, and Sheree won't, <laughs> Sheree won't throw it all away for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, uh, let's talk about Brooklyn Horror Fest. Yes. Yes. So we caught some different things. So what did you catch?
0: I caught Cannibal Muckbang, which we were all excited to see what that was going to lead to, and it was not as exciting as we all hoped. Um it's more of a toxic relationship situation. And like the director, cause they had a topic at the end and the director's like, yeah, I used a lot of the stuff that like my ex said to me for this movie. I'm like, that sounds Oof. personal. Um, and I'm happy you you felt compelled to do that, but I wanted to see some cannibal muck banking. I wanted to see some gross shit. Um, and we didn't really get there. It, it was kind of predictable. Okay. I think I gave it like two and a half stars on my secret letterbox.
1: <laughs> Your secret letterbox.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, honestly, two and
1: a half stars isn't terrible. That's right. not a terrible score.
0: There's been some one-star movies happening on a bigger budget lately. So, like, that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, that's a little bit of a letdown. That was definitely one of my um, my go-to highlights. And you, okay, so you finally got to visit Nighthawk, mm. which is my favorite theater in the city. And um, I love how they do the little uh, uh, pairings for the films, and they had—I don't remember if it was tuna or steak—but they had a, a a dinner, an entree special for *Cannibal Moon*. Yeah,
0: and it sounded disgusting.
1: What? No, it sounded good. Yeah. It was—it was a—it was, it, it was either tuna tartare or steak tartare So, like, basically, yeah, sure, it's raw flesh. <laughs> <laughs> Brown flesh on a plate. So, but I didn't get to see it. And I wasn't about to order a tuna tartare and like watch Pet Cemetery. It had to be on brand. So,
0: I did see Pet Cemetery because it was on Paramount. And so I went ahead and watched it. It's like a way into the discourse. Okay. Okay. Well, let me
1: say this. Let's jump into this for a second. Um, I saw Pet Cemetery. Brooklyn Horror Fest was doing a free screening Mm -hmm. at Nighthawk for it. And I thought to myself, I don't fucking play yourself gravity you are not going to sit on the couch at home and watch this because if i i already i know myself if i were to put it on what what streaming was it on paramount, paramount. yeah yeah if i were to go on paramount and put on pet cemetery bloodlines i know for a fact i'm grabbing my phone and fucking off <laughs> i will not because i already know like you know the 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 film critics that I trust on my timelines have been telling me everything that I need to know, but still, like, you know, you want to join the conversation, right? Mm-hmm. So, Brooklyn Horror Fest had this free screening, and I was like, all right, fine, I go. Um, I met my friend Sam there. Um, she's the meatest people on Twitter. She's really awesome. We just, another New York City um, film critic, she's really sick. She had an awesome pet cemetery, like, outfit that day, oh. which was like really awesome, but also like, whatever but um also i hung out with gigi that day gigi murakami we love you, gigi. um she, she yes we do she also came to that screening so it was like a girl's night it was like we're gonna sit here in the theater and just like rip this film to shreds and that's what made it really fun so shout out to brooklyn horror fest for facilitating that because i was not gonna do this at home i was not gonna pay attention um this is the worst film of the
0: year. <laughs> it really fucking is <laughs> It really fucking is. Because I, it was one of those weekends where I turned my phone off, and I was like, I'm going to just watch the shits. And so I put her on, and I was like, this is the this is the weekend I turned my phone off, and this is what I watch? I played myself. Uh, it should have been a weekend where I was playing Wordle and shit. Why am I here?
1: Exactly, I yeah. Play. It's a Wordle movie.
0: I want more for Pam Greer. Um, I want more for David Duchovny. I want more for the brown people that were just kind of casually tossed in to be like, look, we, we tried, but not really given stuff. Like I I just, I'm so bad. Anything really? I'm so bad.
1: I will, I can never forget the moment. So I'm sitting in the theater to my left is Gigi. To my right is Sam and fucking Pam Grier popped up the screen. And at the same time, like all three of us like clutch our church pearls. We're like, (laughs) what? is that is that pam <laughs> is that fucking <laughs> pam we're like okay maybe this movie's not you know as bad as we think it is you know at least they were smart enough to put pam Greer in there and david Duchovny. we love him too yeah. um how do how 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 sway how do you pull out pam Greer out the ass and do that to her how
0: disrespectful How? fucking disrespectful and i'm so mad because i just saw her in a movie at tribeca called cinnamon which is a throwback to like black exploitation movies and she's playing like a oh, blind cool. woman who will not be taking people's bullshit i'm sorry she's not blind she's deaf that's what it is she was deaf mm. and so her sons who are adults now and she's giving them the hand was like oh shit mom I'm about to pop the fuck off uh, people getting stabbed and i'm like yes queen yes um and then to see her go from that to this i was like her agents played in her face and i want to talk to them
1: E- oh my god my letterbox review was like if pam greer can't save it then sometimes <laughs> is <better.">
0: but yes <laughs> but yes
1: yeah girl what the fuck was that editing i was like what is going on i could never tell what was fucking going on honestly
0: that and i feel like a lot of the lead actors were doing cw work i'll just leave that there mm. for my acting note uh there were some cw work afoot which also made it hard to like care about them and i'm like go ahead and eat them because they're not trying and they're just like no yeah. i care about my dad um also i there, i don't know how to ruin it because i don't know how to talk about it but like none of it made sense at the end because they were like now let's put the gas to the pedal and then i was like but this is what you do i knew these people were gonna be dead i knew they'd be dead already i why are we why are we doing all this but now we're in a basement now we're back in the cemetery okay okay okay
1: girl the uh, what yeah um anyway uh maybe skip it if you're gonna watch it at home if you can like finesse a fucking theater trip for free then pull up with your friends and laugh at it but i i actually i guess this is a little bit of a controversial opinion but i love being in the theater specifically like at film festivals because everyone is there uh, for the same reason but i love being in the theater and the audience like forms a conscious decision like collectively to turn on a movie yes. like at the same time and then it just turns into like a fucking shit show and everyone just kind of like you know what i mean like it happens every pretty rarely every now and then but then just the whole audience just like has this group think <laughs> kind of like situation and then and then it just turns into fun for a different reason
0: that happened when i went to see ma on my birthday i went to like a five dollar theater in chicago because that's what i was at the time and me and my friends were there but there was like other random people around us and we were all laughing at the same things that were not supposed to be funny but they were <laughs> mm-hmm. I know that happened at Salem horror fest this year too, with a movie that shall not be named. Cause that director has to get oh. blocked so often. Uh,
1: uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That one too. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely something great that I caught at Brooklyn horror film fest was the sacrifice game I by said forever. Jen Wexler. Oh, it was so good i loved it now that is what i call a fucking christmas slasher chick flick mm-hmm. that well it was like it was a little slasher it was a little paranormal it was a little demonic it was a little it was a little of everything for me um but when the screening ended like the first thing i did was i texted my home girls um and i was like like i, I got our, our christmas movie like I got it. This is it, and, and I'm very excited that it's going to be dropping
0: a shutter on December 8th? I've been trying to see this bitch since South by Southwest. Like seriously, I've been trying to see her since then. Ah. Did you like it? I haven't gotten to see her because literally, when I show up, oh. they stop screening her. Like literally, like when is oh. she coming? We're gonna play it the day before. When is she leaving? We'll play it the day after. And that's every oh, festival okay, this year. Okay. <laughs> At one point, I almost just pulled up on the people who made it on Twitter to be like, hi. I just want to see it. Like, if I like it, I can find somebody (laughs) to let me review it. I just want to see it. I just want to know if it's good. It feels good. Like... (laughs)
1: It, it was, it was great. I loved it. It was a fun time. It was twisty. It was, it was gory. There was decent amounts of blood. Really? It was, it, it felt good for women. It felt like it was almost a little coming of agey. Cause we have like some younger actors in here.
0: That because the movies I was hoping would do that for us did not perpetrate her this year. And so I, <laughs> I I'm waiting to see where my girls at. Um, <laughs>
1: This is this is where they are. This is where they are. And there was even a Q&A afterwards. This was the closing night film, by the way. Um, so I only saw this a couple of days ago now. Um, but they got a SAG waiver. So um some of the talent were able to pull up. Um and it was great. It was just I'm really excited for everyone to watch this one because oh, and I'm also it didn't show at Brooklyn Horror Film Fest, but on the topic of um of holiday horror i'm really excited for michael kennedy's it's a wonderful knife yeah i've seen it been doing really well at other film festivals and then so after i watched sacrifice game i was like bitch here
0: comes mariah carey coming around that corner it's time i'm ready i'm so fucking ready i need to bother michael because like we're trying to get him on that fear street because like Mm. we were playing that before he announced his movie's coming out this year and i'm like isn't this pretty but also now you're busy can you see the date we have or do we need like rearrange or reschedule we'll do that we mm-hmm. just we won't know um but i'm excited to see it so i can talk about it hopefully by the time we talk to him and if not i'll have to just interview him because i'm nosy afterwards um <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I'm, i want a queer slasher for christmas that's the present i want <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what i want for christmas
0: <laughs> i don't want a lot for christmas there's just one thing i need oh i am i'm
1: i'm sure it's good because i just i've seen people talk about it online who are at these film festivals right now so i'm hoping this is going to be your bloody double feature he Also gave us for freaky. the holiday season so like I yeah freaky was great it
0: was it was I, it was
1: so cute i loved it
0: i just literally i'm imagining that humor on christmas um also joe mckill i literally yeah i feel like sometimes michael just opens my diary and starts going to work and i'm just like how dare you expose me look how dare Stop. you sir oh my god this is embarrassing can i get a ticket Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right i think that's pretty much everything oh one more thing um we weren't able to make the shutter panel Because it um, overlapped with our uh, trivia event afterwards Mm -hmm. in Chinatown. But there was a shutter panel. um, And I did get the tea later. They did announce that there's going to be another VHS installment next year. Um, And we come into my hood once again, baby. We going full sci-fi horror, bitches. (laughs) Welcome home. I'm ready. I mean, I love a period piece. I really do. And, like, 85 was fire. 99 was fire. 94 was fire. I'm a big fan, but like niggas in space. Hello, it's, it's time. Hello, it's time. It's time.
0: VHS it's niggas time. in space. Let Nia Decosta direct. Um, Jordan Peel produce. We can be there to consult. I think it's time.
1: Yep, we're available for hire.
0: Yes, I'm um, getting my schedule now. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but then <pissy. laughs> We'll see. All right. Anything else you want to add for that
0: weekend? week that's kind of experience we did so much journey. um it was we funny. did and i went through the whole um virtual library at brooklyn horror fest because i did have to bring my ass home because i was like i'm on my credit card fumes are no longer fuming i gotta go oh <laughs> um, <laughs> i'm gonna see what i see in the library <laughs> i watched everything they had and yeah i think that we saw the good stuff in person
1: mm-hmm did you watch any of the shorts
0: those weren't accessible and i'm so sad because yeah. there was a whole um block i wanted to see called slay and it was the queer horror uh, yeah and i hear some of them are so good and so fun because like i was talking to like james michael over at wordpress who lives in mm-hmm. brooklyn he can like see the things and he's like yeah this one and this mm. one and this one i would like that one I'm like, i would have liked that one but i had to get my ass on a plane <laughs>
1: Damn, man. I was on the the shorts jury this year. So um, I got to help the judging process. And there were a lot of good shorts. There definitely were. Um, and it was tough. There was actually one last thing we'll say before we wrap this shit up. I know we just rambling. But there was one short that reminded me a lot of um, of werewolves within and like anything of werewolves within and scare me. It like had that energy. It was horror comedy, but that specific genre of comedy. Um, and it's about two, you know, eldritch spirits that, you know, they they pull up once a year to the summer camp and they start killing teens. You know, it's just like, oh, who's on shift today? is on shift. All right. Well, I'll see you in 30 murders. You know, some shit like that.
0: I'm in.
1: <laughs> But it also, like, plays a lot about, like, relationships and, like, you know, and then uh, being a good communicator, you know, but also they're fucking thousand-year-old murderers. Um, Yeah, I would recommend it. Um, It's called Murder Camp. That's what it's called. But that was definitely a favorite from the shorts block. But there was some good stuff in there, and I had a great time judging. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love it. Shout out
1: to Brooklyn Horror.
0: Judge Zero. But, yeah, no. I... <laughs> i love that they were like you know who we need on this jury zero gravity because yes oh, <laughs> yes they fucking did um you
1: know who i'm i'm pretty sure um anya stanley put me there um because it was her husband who um is on staff and so if you're listening to this anya i feel like it's you that threw my name into the hat so danke shame thanks thanks thanks
0: i love that um yes I think that's all we have for this it is. yeah we did a lot y'all um, the credit card's still struggling <laughs> so if you see me eating that ramen at home mind your business <laughs> mind your business, <laughs> mind your business. Uh, <laughs> but also you should follow us on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok you should also rate and review us on Apple and or Spotify because I think that we give five star commentary but I could be a little bit biased I don't know me Anyways, until next time. Bye. Bye.